Welcome to the Leaders Den Podcast, where we will give you insights about all facets of leadership. Join Tilan Lagirsa, leader, coach, and mediator, as she speaks with leaders and experts from all over the globe who open up and share their personal stories, reflections, and practical wisdom from their own amazing, at times challenging and rewarding, leadership journey. Hey everyone, I'm so excited. Today is the first podcast for The Leader's Den. Now you might be wondering who I am. I'm LaFay Pai, I'm a prosperity strategist and architect and the owner of the Business Builders Lab. And I am super excited because Talan asked me to co-host this first episode with her. And she's actually the founder and the host that you're always gonna hear from. So Talan, do you wanna tell our audience a little bit about you? Yeah, I'm just so super excited you want to do this for me. And I'm also very excited because this has been an idea that I have had so long and I've never really started it. So first step, first podcast episode is great. So why I started this podcast is basically because I started the Leaders Den community, which is an online community for leaders. And I felt that a lot of leaders are out there on their own and they're often very lonely and they need some advice and often don't know where to find advice if they even have the time to look for advice. And that was the main reason for me to start the Leaders Den. And then I thought, well, I personally love listening to podcasts. So if you're a busy leader or if you are a busy person who would love to become a leader, why not just help them with podcasts? So I'm looking forward to interviewing all these wonderful people and learn along the way myself because I'm very committed to my own growth and love hearing from other people. Well, I think that's amazing because you know what, as a leader, I think that's exactly what we need to do. We need to know that we're open enough to continue to learn, right? Which is what you, what you said. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also in my non-online business, <laughs> as a, uh, a mediator and a leadership and team coach, I just see again that a lot of leaders are really committed to what they're doing, but they're really sometimes even suffering and especially when they are dealing with dysfunctional teams that's often when I come in but even leaders who are dealing with great teams it's just um, it's a hard job and yeah we can all because the podcast is new but what you do is not like you've been around for a while doing this like you're you are truly an expert in your field yes you want to tell us a little bit more what you do offline and why you're bringing it online yeah, so I guess I have gone through my own yeah journey and I started my career as a barrister when I was only 24 and at the time I didn't realize it, but now looking back I feel that was actually a leadership position because first of all I had a wonderful office and I had mentors, but you're very much on your own 
and, and you have so many decisions that you have to make and you're leading your client because your client comes to you and basically needs help. And so you need to help them. And that was something that I didn't realize at the time. And it was about constant growth and feedback and learning and making mistakes and being upset with yourself and negotiating with others, collaborating with others. So actually that was really great. And so after the five years, I was very much like I was entitled to a new lease car and I was entitled to start negotiating a partnership. And then I thought, oh, wait, hold on a minute. I always wanted to work for the United Nations and I had also specialized in human rights. And so I started looking around and ended up going to Cambodia and worked there with local lawyers. And they actually all didn't have a law degree. After the Khmer Rouge period, there was no law degrees there. Anyway, long story short, I worked there, was amazing, and I was leading a local team, and the whole idea was to empower them. And so that's when I became more aware of what leadership means and how you can empower people and not just be the know-it-all who comes in and tells people what to do. And and we were working on human rights, so that was a very difficult situation anyway. And so I continued. I went to Bosnia and I ended up at the war crimes tribunal. I always call it that way, but officially it's called the International Criminal Tribunal for the former Yugoslavia. And also ended up as a, a manager and a leader there. And then, for various reasons, moved to Australia almost 10 years ago and ended up as an HR manager, which I had never done before. And even though it was very challenging and interesting, at a certain point, I really felt like, hey, I need to follow my dream, which was to start my own business as a coach and a mediator. And that's what I did six years ago. And as I said before, In that time, I've worked with so many leaders and so many teams, and I really felt that the next thing was to be helping people with their leadership skills. And why not take it online? I feel like a global citizen. I'm in Australia. I'm actually Dutch. People were wondering about my accent. And uh, online, we can reach anyone, anywhere. And I have learned from working around the world that we're all the same deep down and so leadership isn't very different if you're in Canada or if you're in Australia or if you're in Cambodia or if you're in the Middle East or whatever so that's where I'm coming from. That's exciting and it's an amazing background that you have. I think the listeners are going to really enjoy learning from you because you've got such a diverse background in leadership right so that's exciting. This is going to be an amazing podcast. Now, when we talk about leadership, sometimes that might turn people off because they think, oh, you know, a leadership position is scary. Or they might be thinking, yes, I want to be a leader. Or they might be thinking, no, I don't want to be a leader. I just want to help people. But really, being a leader is about learning confidence and how to, you know, help people to make the right decisions, not by taking away, in my opinion, by not by taking away somebody's rights or somebody's ability to make their own decisions, a really good leader will help people to make the right decisions and move the group in the correct way. Is is that right? 
absolutely how I feel. And I think the biggest compliment that I have received as a leader is people saying, hey, Tilan, you saw in me things that I couldn't see in myself. And so that is something that, that I think a leader should be aiming for and helping people grow and in a way that they grow as a person, that the team grows and that, that you have results. And also I always have a, a little bit of bee in my bonnet about people saying, oh, there's leaders and there's followers because I really believe that in the end we all need to lead ourselves. And often even if you're not a leader in title, first of all, you need to lead yourself. If you're not doing that, start doing it. But also you often lead like your role models for maybe your neighbor or your cousin or or your child or your partner. So that's really important. I think this is one of the reasons you and I get along so well. It's because we truly believe that leadership doesn't mean overpowering somebody. It means bringing out the best in them. And, you know, you can lead somebody by walking beside them. You don't have to walk in front of them or, or behind them, but just by walking beside them and helping them through any situation. So if you're a really good leader, it's going to help you to become a really good coach. And there's a lot of coaches out there that I'm sure that are listening to this podcast And if they want to be a really good coach, then being a good leader, like you said, uh, setting a good example and doing those types of things are going to really help those people in their job, no matter what that is. Is that correct? Absolutely. And I actually do also coaching skills for leaders because I think as a leader, you need to be a coach. But also this whole concept, because some of the leaders I work with, and I'm talking about dysfunctional teams, so some of the leaders are either really like too forceful they're called bullies and to me that's not leadership leadership to me is not about controlling people and telling people what to do but it's about empowering people and so if you're going to take two weeks off uh, that the whole thing the machinery is still going and your people uh, feel empowered and they can do things themselves so that's really important for me yeah oh, that's no that's amazing so what is your attention, your intention for this podcast? You know, what do you really think people are going to get out of it? The yeah. average list. So what I'm hoping is that it's just going to be inspiring conversations. So if you are a leader or you want to be a leader and you're out there on your own and you don't really know how to start or what to do and also find that a lot of leaders, when they have problems, they don't want to discuss them with other people, either because they don't have the time or they feel they don't want to bother other people or they think it's a privacy thing. And so it's just, I want leaders to be able to listen to these conversations and get little things out of it and make them more conscious about their own leadership or about things that are happening for them and feel inspired and learn while listening just as me uh, because I'm really looking forward to talk to a whole variety of different people about leadership their own leadership and their theories of leadership and yeah that's going to be so much fun because I'm sure there's going to be so many different perspectives on it. And we have so many heart-centered leaders out there nowadays, right? Or heart-centered coaches and really spiritual people who want to lead in a different way than the way that they grew up or the way that, you know, they're portraying or were portrayed, yeah. right? Yeah. And especially with people with a lot of trauma too. I'm sure sometimes words that somebody else says that don't really mean to hurt them, sometimes just the way... The wording is can set off triggers. Is yeah. that true? 
Well, that, that's what I see all the time. So when I have with conflict, it's, it's all about triggers. And I always say, like, what's a trigger for you might not be a trigger for me in the other way around. And for me, being a leader also means that you need to learn to master your own triggers and your own emotions. Because if you allow other people to trigger you, then you're giving away your power. And again, for me, it's all about power. So power for yourself, power for others, empowering people. And so if I get triggered, then I do get triggered. So honesty is a big trigger for me. I'm not always honest. I mean, I do lie. But if I'm being accused of being dishonest, that is a big trigger for me. So it happened a while ago. It was just somebody who was really upset, a leader who was really upset. And she just said to me that she was doubting my um, intention, basically. And that, oh, that's a big trigger for me. And so... In the end, I realized, no, I need to calm down now. I need to take a breath. I'm not going to defend myself. And and the conversation went really well. And that's what I see a lot. People get too, triggered too easily and give away their power when they do. I love that you brought that up. I mean, sharing one of your own triggers is a big step, right? So maybe other people will learn to say, whoa, if she's going to say this on the first podcast, what's she going to say on the next one? <laughs> and they're really going to get to know you, right? And they're really going to get to understand how you think and how you move and how you pivot through situations, which I think is really that kind of, those kind of ethics, those kind of values, those kinds of honesty, right, is honestly going to be able to help people move through their own triggers and be able to pivot through their own emotions and learn that everything comes back to them and how they're handling those outside situations in their own energy, in their own thoughts. Yes, yes, that is true. And I believe as leaders, we need to be vulnerable because if you are not vulnerable, how can you expect your people to be vulnerable? And so often I was just doing some work very recently in which the leader had just built a little wall around him and that doesn't really work well because if you build a wall and you're never doing anything, never showing anything uh, vulnerable, then how can your people come to you and say, well, actually I made a mistake. I'm sorry. You know, I effed up. No, you can't. That's uh, so that's really important. Yeah. I really think it is too. Cause offline, I have a lot of people around me that own their own businesses and you know, there are, everybody's a different boss. Everybody's a different leader. And you know, a lot of times I'll see what they do and I'm like, I'm not going to run my businesses like that. And I'm not going to treat my employees like that. Or, you know, I want to be more like that leader. So that's something too, that we're going to learn from your podcast as, as people listen to other people, you know, people can say without being mean, I don't want to be like that leader. And then they can take from it and pivot and say, okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this. Or they can say, oh my goodness, I love that leader. I love what she said. And I want to be more like that person. Yeah. And um, I don't think that's, I don't think that's wrong. I think setting your standards and trying to emulate somebody isn't necessarily, you know, trying to be inauthentic. It's just trying to be the best person that you are. I have had my role models. And also I just really want to point out and thanks for, for reminding me of that is that it doesn't mean if you're authentic or if you're vulnerable or if you are willing to empower people that you're just going to let yourself be walked over because this is the big difference. I think a lot of the leaders are either too controlling 
or too soft. And it is a fine line. I mean, it doesn't mean that you need to say, oh, this is wonderful to everyone. You need to put your boundaries. And as a leader, you need to be comfortable, first of all, with conflict, because we all have different opinions and different ways of looking at things and different needs and values. But also you need to be comfortable with saying no and knowing that your people are not really going to like that. Because you can't always say yes. And that, I think, is the, the big learning curve for a leader. When are you empowering people? And when do you have to say, okay, stop, hold on, this cannot be done. And when are you going to speak up for yourself or for others and, and put up a boundary in a respectful way? And people I, I, like that. Sorry. I no, guess. no, no. I, was gonna say, I really like that. I really like what you're saying. <laughs> so it's making another thought in my mind of, this is going to also, this podcast is also going to help people to be able to maybe set some boundaries around family members. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Yes. And, and that's something that I had to learn myself as well. So, you know, as a barrister, I was super good at boundaries for my clients, but I wasn't always as that good at setting boundaries for myself. So that has been a process as well. And yeah. Definitely. All the skills are things that you can use in your professional life, but also in your personal life. And that's why I always say, start practicing in your personal life if you find it too scary in your, in your professional environments. And slowly but surely, you get more familiar with it. And some people might be find it easier to take it into their business, you know, where people don't know them so well, rather than to try and get their family members to start treating them differently as they start to put up these boundaries. So maybe they might find the family one scarier. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And it actually reminds me of a post that I put on, on uh, the Facebook page of the Leaders Den the other day. And it said something about life is all about giving to people. And then someone commented and said, well, I'm actually done with giving. <laughs> I've given too much. And I, I and, and I responded saying, well, giving doesn't mean that it comes at your own expense. You know, we really need to learn to take care of ourselves and our own needs and not let people walk all over us. So, yes, you can give, but it doesn't mean you have to give your own soul away or your own yeah, needs. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think there's going to be people at different extremes, whether they're men or women, they're going to have both extremes of giving too much or not giving enough, right? I know for me, I would probably be one of those people that don't want to give quite as much anymore because I used to give to the point of depletion where I was exhausted and never said no. And then I didn't have time for my own stuff and my own stuff needed to get done. But now I make sure that my cup is always full. And then it's always overflowing. And then whatever it's overflowing, I get from the saucer and not the cup anymore. Right. Wow. So, Wonderful analogy. <laughs> and yeah. also, life happens to us while we're making yeah, other things. So the cup is not always full. Yeah. But just knowing that the cup is not full means that you're aware of it and means yes. that you know, at this moment, I can't give a lot. I can't even give to myself, let alone to others. And that's okay as well. And, and I think often with the coaching and the training I do, I say to people, what would happen if you would say no? 
some people are so petrified, they, they never said no. I said, you know, you're not going to have like lightning <laughs> filling up the sky or horrible things happening or the world will still rotate, you know. You're just saying no. And so it's with everything else. You just need to do it and get out of your comfort zone. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Yeah. And I think some people get to a point where until a tragedy happens, which is what happened to me, you know, it was a really bad tragedy. And then I had to put my own health, you know, I had to learn to walk again and move again and all of those things. Until I went through that, I never put myself first. So now I make sure every day I eat well and I exercise before I even talk to anybody. So I am super excited about this podcast. (laughs) Thanks for sharing that. There you go. I didn't even know that about you. So that must have been extremely difficult and definitely a a point in where you have to learn to give all the energy you have to yourself. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. So this is going to, I think this podcast is just going to blow up. You're going to have all kinds of great people on here. Now, what is your vision for the next one or three years from now or five years from now? Where do you see this podcast going? Oh, I, of course, would love this podcast to go viral and for everyone to be begging me to be on the podcast. And I have a whole list of people that I look up to as role models who I would love to have on this podcast. And in my vision, they are going to be saying, yes, please, yes, when? (laughs) And I just really would like it to be also interactive. So I would love it if people would send me comments or emails or of course join the Facebook page and um, tell me what it is they want to hear or suggest uh, different uh, speakers because I definitely I so believe in diversity that I do not want this to be a me interviewing people like me all the time I want this to be different and diverse I love that I love that and people can like you said, they can write in or make comments on who to invite and what they want to see. So that's going to be really good because people are really going to get out of it what they want to see as well. Yeah. So um, is there any last words that you would like to say? Oh, well, first of all, wow, we've done it. It's the <laughs> podcast episode. And thank you so much for being such a wonderful person and interviewer and asking just the right questions because you got so much out of it. I guess this podcast, I want it to be a part of a bigger community, like an online community, like I said, for for leaders or wannabe leaders who just want to grow their leadership skills. So I'm really excited about that and so podcast is one way i'm also doing webinars and free master classes and i have a membership site where leaders can fine-tune their leadership skills so yes if i look at it that way i'm just so excited about this new stage in my life and even though online can be scary as well it's just really amazing and the reach that i hope we will get so thank you for being a part of that uh, thank you for having me well i guess we should say goodbye to our audience now and we'll see you on the next podcast <laughs> okay thank you so much for interviewing me and i will definitely have you on the podcast as well so thank you thanks bye that's all for this episode of the leaders den podcast 
found this episode valuable, sign up for this podcast and be sure to visit theleadersden.com to learn more about our academy, other courses and coaching programs. And while you're there, sign up for our free Dealing with Difficult Staff Members online course. The Leaders Den, helping you grow into a leader people want to follow and are inspired by.